Alright, so we're taking it from Chav Gimel, we're at uh, a, few, a couple of lines down, at the Vahashta. Okay, Vahashta, Damirin, Adlokos, a mitzvah. Now that we've established that the lighting is the mitzvah, so Hedlika, Cherishot, Vakatan, if a Cherishot, Vakatan lights it, loss of Loklam, obviously there's no mitzvah. The reason why is because there has to be a Bardas who has to light it, and it's not going to help if somebody else lit it and I put it in the right spot, because the placing is not the mitzvah. Now, Isha, however, a, a, a woman, Vadai Madlika, she definitely can light. Why? Because she is Mechuyeves in, right, the Amrab Yishom and Levi, Nashim Chayavos, B'Ner Chanukah. They're equally Chayav as men in the midst of Ner Chanukah. Even though normally you follow the rule that Ner Chanukah, I mean, it should follow, the rule that normally should be is that Ner Chanukah is a mitzvah, mitzvah Asesh, Asman Grama, time bound mitzvah. And women are putter from, but when it comes to Nechanka, they are also chayv in it. Why? Because they too were in the same miracle. The xeras that happened during the time of Hanukkah against us were particular against the women, and women were a key element in our being saved. That was the story of Yehudas and a few stories. So never the, so we say the same thing, just like they're chayv in Mikra Megillah, because of that, they're also chayv in lighting Hanukkah candles. That being said, of course, the custom is that the husband and wife are ishto kigufo, so there's just one lighter. But um, if she lights for the family, that's perfectly fine too. Okay. Amar Rav Sheshes. Rav Sheshes says, Achsunoi chayv biner Hanukkah. A guest is chayv in their Hanukkah. So, ha- so if I'm being hosted by somebody... I am also obligated where I'm staying to have near Hanukkah. So how does that work? So I'm Rav Zerim Rish, Ukiavina Be Rav, when I was studying at Rav's house. So Mishtatfana Bipriti, Bahadiushbiza, wherever my host was in the house, I would give a few coins towards the candles. And this way I'm also participating, so to speak, with his lighting. Basu didn't see if you once I got married, apparently he still went to study by Rav for extended periods of time, and it might have been a Hanukkah. So, uh, once I got married, Ittita, my wife, Amina, Hashta, Vade, Lotzer, after I got married, Amina, Hashta, Vade, Lotzer, I have no need to light where I am as a guest, because my, my wife is lighting in the house for me. So that's the difference. Okay, Amar Rabbi Shuman Levi, Rabbi Shuman Levi says, Kol Kulon Yafen Linear, all oils are good for candle. Um, so, yes, you can use any oil for Hanukkah, but olive oil is the best. Now, Marbaye, so Marbaye says, interesting. Actually, he preferred sesame oil. Why? The reason why is sesame oil is um, last longer than olive oil. Olive oil is one of the quicker burning oils. Sesame oil burns as a slower burn, so it'll last longer. But, given the Shamala, the Rabbi Yushub and Levi, Madar so once I heard of Yushub and Levi's halacha, so now I prefer always olive oil. And the, reason, and the idea is, because it's a better flame. So it's more mohududik, more beautiful flame. From the olive oil, then from the then then from any other oil, and that's why there's a preference. 
Furthermore, next, all oil is good in producing ink, making ink, but the best oil is the olive oil in ink production. Now, do you mean to, um, you know, they, they used to mix a little bit of oil in, in when producing the ink. Is that what you're talking about? Or to use the olive oil to produce the smoke, and that's the black that they get for the black ink. So, Tashmar, come in your proof. The Tanur Rabbi Shmuel Bar Sutri, Kalashman, Yafan, the Diovish, and Zaisman, and Mofchar, Bain the Gabel, Bain Lashin. And the answer is for both. To use it as the fuel to produce the blackening that they make the ink out of, or um, or, or the or, or use and, and to use the oil mixing in with the rest. That's all the same thing. It's the olive oil is the best one. So the answer is yes, both of them. Now Rishmul Barzutra Masniach Kalashonim all smoking all smoke Yafelindio produces good uh, blackening to produce ink. But olive oil is the best for the smoking. Amar Ravu Ravuna Kol Has Kol Has Srafin Yafelindio. They also used to put sap from a tree, but the sarf katov But the sap from the katov tree is the best of them all. Rashi says it's a prune tree, I think. Uh, but but anyway, um, I don't know. Okay, anyway, Amar Rav Chiyabar Ashi Amar Rav Hamadlik Ner Shel Chanukah Tzarich When you light the candles of Chanukah, you got to make a bracha. And Rav Yirmiya said, Omar, Haroa Ner Shel Chanukah If you see the candles, you're walking and you pass by to Chanukah candles, there's a bracha that you make, Tzarich Lavarich. Now, Rav Yuda, Yom Rishon, when you're the first day of Hanukkah, first night of Hanukkah. So, Roe, uh, if you just saw Hanukkah candles, Mevarech Beis, you see two brachas. Omadlik Mevarech Gimel. And the one who's lighting would say three brachas. And then on day two on, onward, the seer will only say one bracha, and the person who uh, and the person who's lighting will always say will still say two brachas. Now, which one? Is not there on day two, Zman, the Shechianu, because we only say Shechianu on the first night. That's the only night that you're going to have three brachas. Why don't we take away the bracha of Sha'asanisim Navasenu? The answer is Nes Koyomigisay, because the miracle was all eight days. That's part of what the miracle was, that it lasted all eight days. Now, my Mavarch, what are these brachas? So, Mavarch that's first bracha. So the question is, that's very nice, but you're saying that God sanctifies us with his mitzvahs and he commanded us to light the candle of Hanukkah. Well, if you look through the Torah, you're not going to see anywhere that there's a mitzvah to light Hanukkah candles. So what does that mean, Tzivanu? So Rav Yomar, Rav Yivi explains, because the Pasuk in the Torah, in Parsha Shoftim says, Do not remove yourself from what the Chachomim tell you uh, right or left. So that's saying, basically, that you have to light candles. It's part of listening to the rabbis. And that's a mitzvah in the Torah. Ask your father, he will tell you, your elders, and he will say to you. So that's the, um, that's the basis. 
Okay, now, Moser Rav Amram. Question is, is that there seems to be an inconsistency in this idea. Because Rav Amram is, Hadamai ma'arvim bo, o mishtatvim bo, o mevorchen alav. The Demai is, uh, is, is, um, is, you can use it for the food for your Erev. You can use it for your Shitufe Muvolios, which means, you know, it's a common food that you use to uh, allow you to carry in the Erev or in the Shituf, or in the, which is just a different area. That's where numerous Chatseros are opened into like a, a big, uh, an, an alleyway that opens up into the public domain. So to carry into that, there's a money that's that's food that's for the mavoi, and it could even be demai. You say benching on it, and you can make a zeman on the demai. So in other words, it's permissible to eat that you could say the benching. also And when separating the ties of the demai, you can separate it even if you're not clothed. Okay, which you couldn't couldn't which you would not be allowed to do if you're if it's a real thing that you're actually doing the tithing. You could do it even right before Shabbos. Now, if any time there's a rabbinic obligation, you need to make a bracha. So that would mean you would have to make a bracha for Demai. When separating the Demai, how would he make the bracha if he's not clothed? Obviously, you can make a bracha if you're not clothed. You have to be covered. Veleka, it's not your camp is not holy in that circumstance. So I'm Rabbi, so Abaye explains. When they when Chachamim institute a definite mitzvah, that's a different story. Then boy bracha, then you need a bracha. Safik didivrayim, if it's a Safik midivrayim, so lo boy bracha, then you do not need a bracha. And Yom Tavsheni, the Safik Divrayim. It's only a Safik from the rabbis. The rabbis didn't say Oh, one second, I'm sorry. But before Yom Tov Sheni, but, but when it comes to Demai, it's, a, it's only a... They only said, because of the doubt, you need to take a second tithe. But they didn't make it as a definite mitzvah. They made it as a doubt mitzvah. And therefore, since it was built that way, so therefore they never instituted a bracha. Of course, Hanukkah was not... In that, it, it wasn't invented as a doubt. It was invented as a mitzvah. So of course you would say uh, the bracha v'sivan. Ah, so the question is, what about Yom Tov Sheni? By Yom Tov Sheni, the Suffolk of Remo, that's also a Suffolk, right? We're not sure if we got the count right, so the rabbi said you got to keep an extra day. Okay? It's a Suffolk of Remo, Uboi Bracha, and you need a Bracha. So the answer is, Hasam over there, The reason is, if you wouldn't make a Bracha on Yom Tov Sheni, then people will say, oh, Yom Tov Sheni is really not so important. People won't be careful to keep all the halachas of Yom Tif, and that's the concern. Okay, Rav Amar, Rav says there's a different reason why you would not need to make a bracha by Demai, and that's because Rov Amaretz, master name, most Amaretz do take their tithes. And therefore, even though we want to make sure of that, but it's really only a, a far doubt, a, and therefore there's no, it's not appropriate to make a bracha. They never instituted. Okay, brings us to the next halacha. You have a courtyard that has two openings. So you need um, um, so so you need two chanukiyot in and by each side, by each doorway. 
Um, now, Rav, um, so what's the deal? That's talking about where your house is on a corner. You have one entryway facing one street, another entryway facing the other street, and therefore if you leave it by one and not by the other, that's a problem. If you have two doors that open to the same side, then there's no need to light up by both, to put a candle by both doorways. My time, what's the reason? If the problem is that there, people will suspect that maybe you're not lighting your Hanukkah candles, who, who are we worried about? If we're talking about strangers that don't live nearby, they're just passing through town, so they don't know that this house belongs to a single individual. So So even if there's on one side, they'll say maybe this, oh, this guy is from a uh, from Jew, but the guy next to him is not, even though it both opens up to the same house, because he will uh, assume that it belongs to two separate people. So even Bruchachas, not Masa, but if you're talking about the locals who know that there's only one person living here. And I feel even when it's on two sides, you shouldn't require it. So what's the deal? So my answer is the Olam really Mishum We're talking about cause of suspicion. the people, the the locals. We're more worried about the locals, not the passerby. Okay. And what we're talking about is they're only gonna drive by one street or pass by one side and not pass by the other side. And they'll say, oh, look, he didn't light, uh, he didn't put the Hanukkah candles by his side. So, um, and that's what we're worried about. But he didn't pass by on both sides. But Amri, he'll say, he didn't light on this one. Probably never, lit, probably didn't light altogether. Now, where do we see this? Where do we see this, that, that we have to worry about suspicion? The Tanya, the price says, brings down, Amr Abshim, Bishvil, Arba, Dvarim, Amr Tor, there's four reasons why the Torah requires the peah, the edge of your field, to be, uh, to be left at the, at the end of the field, not somewhere in the middle, not any random spot. The reason is, because we're afraid that you'll be stealing from the poor, okay, if you, um, if you leave it anywhere, okay, because um, you might say you can sort of uh, try and hide the fact, okay, that we're, oh, say, oh, I left it somewhere else, it's on the other side, it's not over here, it's somewhere in the middle. We're also worried that, uh, we'll explain each of these, and because of suspicion, what are each of these? So, in other words, he'll see he has a cousin that's poor. And he wants him to get the, the payah. So what does he do? Um, so what he does is, he, he basically waits till the poor aren't there, and you say, okay, now, right now, I'm harvesting, I'm leaving this in my payah. Quickly, you can grab it, and nobody else will be there. So that's gezelaniyim. Okay, that's the number one. What is bitolaniyim? Shelo yuaniyim yoshvim mishamrim. Achshaminiyach palabayis payah. You know, if they got, if he can leave peya anywhere along the way, so then they got to worry that oh, maybe he's going to leave the peya uh, right now because I don't know he's going to declare his peya anywhere in the middle. So they have to be sitting there waiting till the guy declares his peya. So therefore, they know it's at the edge of the field. They know where you know how much time it is till he's going to get there. Um, 
What's the suspicion? Look, this, this, this terrible guy, he didn't leave Peah. Because that's why, if you leave it in the middle, they will not know that he left Peah. And they also, there's an issue of Baltchala. What is that? You're not allowed to destroy the Peah? Of course. We're talking about the reason why is for the people who are trickery, who are basically saying, oh, you know, oh, I left Peah uh, before, but it was taken already. You know, like the liar. So that's the, because we're worried about that, so therefore we leave it at the edge of the field. It doesn't leave so much room to lie. What do you mean? If you left it, it would still be at the edge of the field. Okay. Amar Rav Yitzchak Bar Redifa, Amar Ravuna. Rav Yitzchak Bar Redifa says, says in the name of Ravuna, Nier she yesh la pios. If you have a single candle that has no, the wick goes up on two ends. That would fulfill, uh, so you can fulfill two mitzvahs for two people. So, Amarava, uh, uh, okay, so that's one halacha. Amarava, Mila Ka'ara Shemen. If you fill a bowl of oil, and you, in there you surrounded the, the, the bowl with wicks, Kafal of Kli, if you cover it up with a, another cover so the wicks can't move. So now it's like placed where they are and you light each one. Then that can fulfill multiple people's obligation. But if you did not cover it, so then uh, then basically it's considered like a, like a bonfire. And that's not kosher because the 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 candles will and, and uh, can potentially come together. There's no separation between each candle, and therefore it's not valid. Okay, Amar Rava, Rava says Pshita Li. It's clear to me. Ner Beso, Viner Chanukah. If you have limited funds, you're really poor, and um, I need a light for my house, my, my basically to light my house. And um, uh, or I have only one candle, or I could light my Hanukkah candle, which I wouldn't be allowed to use. So near Beis actually the the light for the house is better. because you need shalom bias. It's no no peace in the house if you're bumping into things, and that's why. Near Beis what if you have the the uh, uh, money for to buy either a candle or kiddush? So Friday night candles, which is provides a light for your Shabbos, uh, so the, or your Kiddush wine. So near Beis Odif. So then the the candle the house is also wins over Kiddush on the wine. Because again, that's the bigger principle. So by Rava, so Rava says, what about the two seconds? Near Chanukah Now Kiddush Hayom Odif Do do you prefer the money should go instead of the Chanukah candles to buy wine for Kiddush? Because that's what publicizes the miracle. So for the wine, you don't have wine for Kiddush, that's okay. But uh, is more important because there's an added, an, uh, an added component of Pirsuminisa. Okay. Amr Avuna Avuna says, Somebody who's very careful in lighting the candles is going to have children who will be Tamid HaChachamim. What do we see from this? Um, this is because Rashi says it's, it's in the Pasuk, Ner Mitzvah V'Torah Or, that you're very careful about the fulfilling mitzvahs that connect to candles. 
Vitorah or. So that brings to the light of Torah that your children will be great Chachamim. Hazahir b'mezuzah, somebody who is careful in the midst of mezuzah, zochel l'dirina, he will merit to have a nice house. Hazahir um, b'tzitzah, somebody who's careful in the midst of tzitzah, zochel l'talas, now he'll get a nice talas. Hazahir b'kiddush ayom, zochel memali garbi ayin, he'll have a lot of wine if he's makbid on kiddush. Now, Rafuna have a ragel to have a cholif b'tani apisko de Rabbi Oven. He would pass by a lot with Rabbi, near Rabbi Oven Nagra. Rabbi Oven was an was a uh, was a basically a wood chopper, and um, and he used to pa- always pass by Rabbi Oven and have and Chaza David Rogel Bishragi Tuva. He saw that he was really excellent in this mitzvah of lighting the candles. Okay, so Amar Trey Gavri Ravri Nafki Meacha. There's going to be two great sons that he's going to be Zochetu. And sure enough, Nafkiminayu, Rav Idi Baravin, the famous Rav Idi Baravin, Rav Baravin, two great scholars. He had two sons that were great scholars because he was so careful in that mitzvah. Rav Chiz, Dav Raga, Dav Chalaf, Vitani, Apitzcha, De Beinosha, De Rav Shizbi. So the father in law, the wife, the, the father in law of Rav Shizbi's house, he used to pass by. And Chazad Averagel Bishragi Tuva, he was also very careful in, in candlelight. So, Amr Gavra Rabba Navad Macha. No question, there's going to be a very great man uh, from this family. And Navad Minai Rav Shizbi, which basically means that sons in law count too, okay? Because the son in law, um, it's, like it's like a son. Divisu de Rav Yosef, the wife of Rav Yosef, have a Machru Madlechesla. So, she used to light Shabbos candles last minute. Uh, right before Shabbos. Amr Lord Yosef, Tanya, we learned in the Bible, Lo Yamash Amr Anon Yomam, Ve Amr Eish Lo Laila, which means, Melamit Amr Anon, Mashlim Lamur Eish, Ve Amr Eish, Mashlim Lamur Anon. Meaning, you're supposed to light the fire. It was two pillars. The fiery pillar was there early before the Amr Anon would leave. So you're supposed to light a little earlier. Not right before you know, Shabbos, not a second before Shabbos. So, so So she says, okay, if it's good to light early, let me light like really early. So an elderly person told her, no, Tanina, we learned in the Mishnah, no, not too early. Yeah, okay, there's a, there's a time frame. So that's where the custom comes, that we light Friday night candles 18 minutes before Shkia. That's the, that's the custom. Moving on. One who loves rabbis, who loves the scholars, his sons will become scholars. Somebody who honors the scholars, he'll have sons-in-law as scholars. Somebody who has awe of scholars, he himself will become scholarly. If he doesn't have the head for it, at least he'll have the respect in a certain Gravitas that people will respect what he says as a scholar, even though he may not necessarily be one on his own. So that's that. Okay, so one of the things that we mentioned in the Mishnah was the Shemen Srefa. So we never said what is Shemen Srefa, that you can't use it for your Shabbos candles. So my Shemen Srefa, what does that mean? Amar Rabbah, Shemen Shal Truma. We're talking about Shemen of Truma, Shenitma, that became Tameh, that, that there's a Chiv on it. My Korla, Shemen Srefa, Vilis Srefa, Omedim, not let a Benefit, use that oil for consumption. I can only burn it. 
Now, Shabbos my time alone. So what's wrong with lighting it on Shabbos? I anyway can only burn it. I'm burning it. What's the problem? So the answer is, since you have a commandment to burn it, you might turn it to make sure that the oil gets completely burnt. So I'll be tempted to mess with it. So on Yom Tov, we are allowed to burn things. So uh, maybe it should be fine. So why do we learn in the Mishnah? also not. So the answer is Shabbos. If we let you light it with with on Yamtif, you'll come to light on Shabbos because most people equate what the candles or the, the material they use for Yamtif to Shabbos. That's not a concern. We're not afraid you're gonna turn the light to get the oil all burnt out. The reason why it's a problem is because it's Yamtif and Erev Shabbos. Because you're not allowed to burn kachim on Yom Tiv. That's the problem. Um, uh, so, uh, okay, so, because uh, that, that's, that's what, uh, you're burning it for like no reason, basically. That's the Sounds like that when we talked about Shem it was not even when it was not Yom Because there's a separate member when it's Yom Tiv. So, um, so it sounds like it's a regular Shabbos. That's the real reason. But really, it sounds like from him that it's only a Yom Tiv Dikadin. It's not really Shabbos related. And it's a problem on Shabbos when it's Yom Tiv and Shabbos. Because there's a rule that you're not allowed to burn Kachim on Yom Tiv. Now, um, we could just finish to the two. Das Tanya covers the Rav Chizda. We have a price supporting of Chizda Kolele. Shamar Eim Adlikem and B'Shabes Madlikem and B'Yamtiv. Chutz Mishem Tzreifa. The fish ain't surfing God Shem B'Yamtiv. Shem Tzreifa is the only one that cannot be done on Yamtiv, even though the other can other oils and other wicks is not a problem on Yamtiv, but on Shab on but uh, but the Shem Tzreifa is an issue particularly for Yamtiv because we cannot burn Kachim on Yamtiv. So that seems to be the problem. And we'll stop over here. And that's it. Thank you very much. Have a great day.